Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome to the Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Oltman. Max is off today because he's sick, which is really tough because that means I have to cancel anything and everything that can come up on my schedule to be with you. I'm happy to be here today with you. Um, but one of the couple of the things that I'm going to do first off is I'm going to I'm going to actually read, uh, uh, I guess, to be our sponsor for for the show. Uh, Max does a better job of this, obviously, than I do. So, Max, shout out to you. Um, if you're looking to run for office or you know someone that wants to run for office, um, would you like to learn how to run for office as a Christian conservative uh, to campaign, win and serve in office? Uh, while all staying true to our shared biblical values. Then you need to go to How to Run for Office as a Christian Conservative, the new online course from former U.S. Congressman Bill Redman. It's the only comprehensive campaign training with a biblical worldview. Go to runforoffice.training. And you can use a special code, CD10, that's Charlie David 10 for an additional 10% the already super affordable price. So in service of our great country, we must all come together to glorify God through government for such a time as this. How to run for office as a Christian conservative. Go to runforoffice.training slash CD and use that code, CD10. All right, so I got that out of the way because they said that uh, I don't spend enough time. I don't do it on time. I do do it on time. I do it on time. I almost said do-do on time. I, I, said, I, yeah, I think that could be uh, a synonym for the left is trash. Um, the left is definitely trash. They're more trash today than they were yesterday. And um, what they're afraid of right now is what we're doing to stand up as we learn that word, no. It's a really powerful word, ladies and gentlemen, because the word no is really simple. You need to get a vaccine. No, I don't. You need to... You need to accept the fact that the election on on uh, November 3rd was not stolen. No, I don't. And today we'll be talking about why you need to learn the word no. We're like a boat with a bunch of holes in it. Some of the big fundamental boats or fundamental holes that we have to fill have to do with preserving the American voice, not the American voice that is the singular voice of this radical leftist terrorist organization known as Antifa, known as the Democrats. It's one of the reasons why many Democrats are leaving the Democrat Party. And it's one of the reasons why Brandon Strzok is under attack by the radical left inside of our government for putting together the walkaway movement. So before I actually get to what we're going to talk about on Maricopa County, I want to talk about what is happening in Columbus, Ohio, the governor, Mike DeWine, (laughs) this guy is a clown. He actually has a vax a million drawing. Now, when you actually go play the lottery, your lottery is on the chances of winning a million dollars. So you're, you're actually gambling. So what the, what the governor of Ohio is doing 
is he's saying, hey, if you get the vaccine, we'll enter you into a drawing and we'll be giving away a million dollars each to five people chosen at random. So not only do you have to play with your life, because you do. I mean, think about this. You actually have to, you have to get a vaccine where thousands of people have died. More people have died, by the way, with this vaccine than have died in the last 20 years on all vaccines. That's, that's, a, that's a fact. That's a scientific fact. Or it's, I guess it wouldn't be scientific. It's just a fact. Yet they want you to enter in to win a million dollars. The second that you have to convince people to take a vaccine means that they're in real trouble. See, the fact that we have the internet and other things around us that give us true information and that we become advocates or ambassadors for that truth, it's breaking the system of this indoctrination they're pushing into our society. So I just want to point out that uh, the governor of Columbus is trash. He is trash. He is a fluvium. Do we have a word of the day? Do we have a word of the day? Okay, we're going we're gonna to go to the word of the day real quick, and then we're going to talk about some breaking news coming out of Maricopa County that you're not going to believe. It's unbelievable. Here we go. The word of the day is Josh. All right, Joe, you did say the word trash, so the word of the day for trash is dross. It is discarded or useless material. So that is what the left is. They are discarded, and they are useless to the point yes. where we don't even want to recycle yeah. them. We just want that to go away forever, as far as I know. But... The left are dross. The left are dross. So today, for all of you that did not see this, we have massive amounts of fraud that are being uncovered across this country. Georgia, there's a hearing that's coming up tomorrow, I believe, talking about the irregularities in the Senate race that happened just after the November 3rd election, the runoff race. And some of the same things that happened in that race that happened in the uh, November 3rd race. And, and frankly, it's scary. It's actually scary what we're, what we're dealing with right now because in Maricopa County, election officials, Maricopa County election officials deleted an entire database from voting machines. An entire database. All election information from the main database was deleted. You can't make this stuff up, guys. You can't make this stuff up. Why would you delete the database if you weren't trying to hide anything? So I'm going to read the Senate letter, but I want to, I want to go through the, the, the result tally and reporting that, that should be, it's supposed to be an audit trail. It's supposed to be kept for 25 months minimum across the country. And in Maricopa County, they deleted it. So they didn't have access to the username and passwords because that was held by Dominion Voting Systems. Trash. If we learn anything out of this, it's that Dominion voting systems need to be completely eradicated from this country and any other country that they're in. Smartmatic, eradicated. Get rid of these voting machines. ESNS, get rid of them. Clear ballot, I'm going to talk about this system because clear ballot has one tenth of the code to run their system that the other systems have. One tenth. Because you know what it's supposed to do? It's supposed to count your vote. That's it. No sophisticated algorithms to move stuff over here and to you know, move to the left, move to the right. No 20 or 30 different ways to, to manipulate the system. 
And in Maricopa County, they're doing everything they can to stop you. And these are Republicans, people. These are left Republicans. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just reiterate what Michelle Malkin said on Telegram. She said, we have to tear down the GOP and rebuild it. We can no longer just rely on the GOP to do the work that we need to have done in order to hold these leftist terrorists responsible. We have to tear it down. They do not represent our interests. They represent their own interests. And the things that they are trying to get us to do as people is just accept it. Liz Cheney, trash. When the, when the Democrats in Wyoming are out there cheering for you, you are not a conservative. You do not stand for the American people. You are a traitor. You can say whatever you want. We can have a conversation about the fact that you, you think somewhere along the line you're, you're doing the right work. You can say a prayer as they vote you out. At the end of the day, you don't stand up for what's good for this country. You do not. You can't even begin to convince me that you do based on your behavior. When you stand against Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, and say, I will do everything I can to keep him out of the White House, while our entire society is burning, do not call yourself a conservative. Do not call yourself an American. You are a traitor. We have too much of this in our country. And often I stand up here and I talk about it. But what's happening in Maricopa County is unbelievable. In any other country in the world, they would be in prison. They would be in jail. A couple hundred people go into the Capitol. They call it an insurrection. They say, we need to go after the people in our country that are patriots. Because they're not, they're not abiding by our indoctrination. They're not listening to our propaganda. We need to weaponize the media against us. By the way, who do you think picked this up? I'm going to tell you who picked it up. The Gateway Pundit. Who else? Fox? Nope. MSNBC? Nope. Nothing to see here. CNN? Nope. They picked it up. They didn't pick it up at all. Kind of like Matt DiPerno in Antrim County. Finds over a thousand phantom ballots. A thousand phantom ballots. What do you think happened? Nothing. Silence. Dominion threatens to sue people, sues Fox News, has their little clown, the director of security and strategy. I'm looking forward to my day in court. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to coming after Coomer and then on top of that going after Dominion. They don't have to wait for me. They don't have to come after me. I'll, I'll do it for you. Then you can countersue me. And I'll spend whatever money is possible or, or is necessary in order to hold you accountable. And I don't care about activist judges. And I don't care what you think you can accomplish by trying to slander me in the left-wing left wing terrorist network of media or big tech. I don't care. I know what I'm up against. So back to Maricopa County. Maricopa County, they deleted the database. So there was a letter that was sent to the Maricopa County uh, supervisor, chairman, Jack Sellers. And I'm going to read this for you because I think it's important for everybody to understand. And I'm going to start 
I'm going to start by going through the three things that they talked about, the three serious issues that they talked about. It's going to be a little bit long. I may stop in the middle. I'm, I'm warning you in advance. I'm going to stop in the middle. Before I do that, though, sorry, I'm by myself. I had to log in so I can see you guys. All right. So the, the, here we go. You guys ready? I can see it. I can't see it. Okay, there I can see it. All right. Dear Chairman Sellers, I am writing to seek your assistance and cooperation in the resolution of three serious issues that have arisen in the course of the Senate's ongoing audit of the returns of the November 3rd, 2020 general election in Maricopa County. Number one, ongoing noncompliance with legislative subpoenas. Again, why, would, if you were a Republican, we face the same thing in Colorado, by the way. Why, if you were a Republican, would you stand against truth? Why would you lie? Why would you cheat? Why would you not stand up for the American people? That, by the way, you were elected to represent. The first issue concerns Maricopa County's apparent intent to renege on its previous commitment to fully comply with the legislative subpoenas issued on January 13th, 2021, which, as you know, Judge Thomason found were valid and enforceable. To date, attorneys from Maricopa County have refused to produce virtual images of routers used in connection with the general election, relying on conclusory and unsupported uh, assertion that providing the routers would somehow, quote-unquote, endanger the lives of law enforcement officers or operations or the protected health information and personal data of Maricopa County's citizens. If true, the fact that Maricopa County stored, stores on its router substantial quantities of citizen and employees highly sensitive personal information is an alarming indictment of the county's lax data security practices rather than of legislative subpoenas. Similarly, the county's assertion that producing the internet routers for inspection would cost up to $6 million seems at odds with Deputy County Attorney Joseph LaRue's prior representation to audit liaison Ken Bennett that the routers already had been disconnected from the county's network and prepared for imminent delivery to the Senate. I'm going to stop there for a minute. $6 million to inspect the internet routers. Guys, I was the CEO of a data company. We had an MSP division. If they're going to spend $6 million producing the internet routers for inspection, we have bigger problems because that should show you just how corrupt Maricopa County is. I'll volunteer my time to go disconnect them. I'll bring an entire team to disconnect them and make sure that they are, that we follow the chain of, of custody. Nothing happens. These are the lies that these people represent and the Republicans. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about the fact that our entire country is run by village idiots, corrupt people, weak people? I told you before, the left can infiltrate the right very easily, very easily. It's easy to do because they're liars, deceitful people that want to destroy everything this country stands for. They want to take away opportunity from you. It's not a mistake. This isn't something new. This is who they are. We need to get used to it. Guys, hit the share button. Everyone needs to hit the share button. 
I can't just, I, I speak to you, but we have to become ambassadors of truth. We have to talk about these things. How does people know, how will people know about what's happening in Maricopa County and happening in Antrim County and happening all over the country? People are hardworking people are working on election integrity and, and they're trying to tell us the lie that we've moved on from it. We have not moved on from it. And people need to know we have not moved on from it. But that takes you standing up. That takes you sharing this podcast. That takes you speaking and telling people we're not done here. We're not done here. And yes, Lewis, the big lie is Biden. The big lie is Biden. So I'm going to go back to this and keep reading. Nevertheless, in an effort to resolve the dispute regarding production of the routers, we propose that agents of Cypher, an experienced digital forensics firm and subcontractor of Cyber Ninjas, review virtual images of the relevant routers in Maricopa County facilities and in the presence of representatives of the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office. Such an arrangement would permit Maricopa County to retain custody and monitor the, re and re monitor the review of router data while ensuring that the Senate may access the information it requires and to which it is constitutionally entitled to successfully complete its audit. The Senate has no interest in viewing or taking possession of any information that is unrelated to the administration of the 2020 general election. What they're saying is, we'll just take the information we need. It's an audit. They were hired to actually come in and perform the audit and to make sure in this audit that what's real is real and what is not real is not real. Now, the second part of this, as we get down to it, I'm going to finish this part, and then you're not going to believe the chain of custody issues that are here. Separately, Maricopa County has refused to provide the passwords necessary to access voter vote tabulation devices. Its attorneys insist that the county does not have custody or control of this information is belied by the county's conduct of its own audits which, if they were as comprehensive as they purported to be, almost certainly would have entailed use of the passwords to examine the tabulation devices. And it strains, and it strains credulity to, po to post it that the county has no contractual right to obtain, i.e. control of passwords information from Dominion. Why is it the Dominion is at the center, the epicenter, of all the fraud that is alleged in this country. Why? Yeah, we hear about Smartmatic. We hear about ESNS. The CEO of Smartmatic, by the way, in 2017 said that their system was compromised. I don't know if you guys saw that. We're going to play it today. We're going to put that information up there so you can see it. You don't have it? Find it. CEO, breaking. By the way, it's on, uh, we can go to... Um, Pulitzer's uh, uh, Twitter feed, and you'll find it there. Dominion is trash. The left is trash. Eric Coomer, head of security, security and strategy for Dominion Voting Systems, he was the one that went state to state selling the product. In an actual interview, a video interview, Eric Coomer said that he was the architect behind the tabulation, or excuse me, the adjudication system. He also said in, in, in one of his interviews with that a 5% adjudication rate would be high and that it would be underneath that. Yet in every state that we're talking about here, the adjudication 
protocol were adjudicated at 20, 30, 50, up to 90% of the time they were adjudicated or sent to be reviewed for intent, if you don't know what that means. This is the trash that runs our election systems and nearly over 50% of the votes in this country. This is what we deal with right now. This is, this, this right here is the, is the, the, is the, is the gold standard for our country. And what does the mainstream media that has been weaponized against the American people do? They do nothing. They are silent. While patriots and people that stand up for this country, Jim and Joe Hoft at the Gateway Pundit, what we do at Conservative Daily, what we're doing at FEC United, we stand up and we learn the power of no. And we continue to go down this path while we get ridiculed by a leftist ideology that is here to terrorize and tear down what we stand for as a country. I'm not going to apologize for calling them trash because that's what they are. They are pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. They are everything they say that they are fighting against. And while I can be so bold as to say it right now, my pillow, Mike Lindell, had an amazing event. 250,000 people tuned in to actually watch it on Frank's speech. Amazing event. And so I'm going to put this up. Go ahead and put it up there. If you actually use the code CD21, that is Charlie David 21, you can save up to 66% on my pillow on a ton of products. Buy me some slippers. I could use some daddy slippers at work. <laughs> And you're welcome to buy me some slippers. Josh doesn't get any slippers, but you can send me some slippers. I like letters, but I really like slippers. So send me some slippers. The second part of the letter is the chain of custody and ballot organization anomalies. You're not going to believe this. The media is not talking about this. Now, if it was the left that it was happening to, <laughs> if this is the left that, was talking to, that we were talking about, They'd be all over it. MSNBC, oh, everything's terrible. The sky is falling. They're not even talking about the fact that we have a near 5% inflation rate right now. They're predicting by the end of June, it'll be 4.84%. And we're not even halfway through the year. Stocks are dropping at an all-time low. And this is the left. Watching our communities burn. Just like they watch their cities burn. Okay. As the audit has progressed, the Senate's contractors have become aware of apparent omissions, inconsistencies, and anomalies related to the Maricopa County's handling, organization, and storage of ballots. We hope you can assist us in understanding these issues, including specifically the following. Number one, the county has not provided any chain of custody documentation for the ballots. Does such documentation exist? And if so, will it be produced? Good question. Number two, the bags in which the ballots were stored are not sealed, although the audit team has found at the bottom of many boxes cut seal cut seals, excuse me, excuse me, many boxes cut seals of the type that would have sealed a ballot bag. Why were these seals placed at the bottom of the boxes? Nothing to see here, right? No fraud. We're not dealing with fraud, are we? Come on, guys, this is an anomaly. Nothing to see. It's a nothing burger. Why are we even having the conversation? Why are we having the conversation about it? Number three, batches within a box are frequently separated by only a divider without any indication of the corresponding batch numbers. In some cases, the batch dividers are missing altogether. The lack of organization has significantly complicated and delayed the audit team's ballot processing efforts. What are the county's procedures for sorting, organizing, and packaging ballot batches? 
Is there one? Most of the ballot boxes were sealed merely with regular tape and not secured by any kind of tamper evident seal. Is that the county's customary practice in storing ballots? I'm interested. The audit team has encountered a significant number of instances where there is a disparity between the actual number of ballots contained in a batch and the total denoted on the pink report slip accompanying the batch. In most of these instances, the total on the pink report slip is greater than the number of ballots in the batch. Although there are a few instances in which the total is lower. What are the reasons for the discrepancies? For your reference, please see several illustrative examples in the table below. If you could pull that up, can you pull that part up, the pallet part? You can't pull it up. It's in the letter. If you have the letter, it's in the letter. For your convenience, images of the corresponding pink report slips are attached and exhibit A. So we, we have some trainees in there today that we're, I'm going to skip over this for a minute while he finds it. You find that image. And while I'm doing that and taking a quick break, I'm going to do what Max is probably asking me to do. I'm not watching it because I'm reading the letter. And that is um, we want to make sure our family is protected in a, me in a medical emergency. What well, many of us don't realize is that the health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. This happens when, you know, drunk drivers run into you and they have to flight for life you out or something happens at your house or on vacation. Um, even with comprehensive coverage, you could be hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why Air Med Care Network membership is so important. As a member, if an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. It's actually not as little. That's what it starts out as. I went ahead and got one half, and then while I was there, I got the other half, which is, um, gave me access to, uh, if we're in another state and have to get flown home, it covers that as well. Uh, AMCN providers are called upon to transport more than 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should be without. So if you go to um, airmedcarenetwork.com Air, and you use our code daily, D-A-I-L-Y, um, you'll, you'll be eligible for a gift card up to $50. It goes down quite a bit as you go through it. Have we got the, uh, we got it? Okay, go ahead and put that up if you would, please. That's not it. It's a picture of, it says palette. It's like a little square. It, it literally, oh boy. So while I'm here, I'm gonna guess, I'm just gonna take a picture of it real quick and I will send it over to them while we talk. Um, by the way, you can call in today, 888-441-1121 if you have any questions or you have any comments about what we're discussing today. I, I think we're at this critical place where, if you hey, listen, if you go to, uh, Chris, if you go to Gateway, the Gateway Pundit, and it's top story, if you go to that, it's literally halfway down the page. Let's start there. Um, the Gateway Pundit. See, I'm just doing a read for the Gateway Pundit as well. You guys should be happy with that. All right. So as we go through the, the next part of the letter, see if they can actually get it here in any time flat. It's halfway down. It's a, it says pallet 5, 5, 15, 15, 7. It's just after the 5 of the second section for chain of custody and ballot organization, organizational anomalies. All right. Let's read the third part. They will find it. Deleted databases. This is number three. We have recently discovered that the entire database directory from the D drive of the machine, EMS primary, has been deleted. 
This removes election data related that appears to have been covered by the subpoena. In addition, the main database for the election management system, EMS software, result, tally, and reporting is not located anywhere on the EMS primary machine. Even though all of the EMS client referenced the machine as a location of the database. Why are we showing that on the screen for people to see? That's not the database. That, that's a database for adjudication stuff. That's not the part in section two of that article. Okay, everyone say, Josh, you're still here. Please help us. That was the third section down. That's just below it. That's actually in the database part. It's above it in section two of the letter. Okay, this suggests that the main database for all the election-related data for the November 20 general election has been removed. Can you please advise us as to why these folders were deleted and whether there are any backups that may contain the deleted folders? The image below shows the location of the files known to be deleted. In addition, the main database for result tally reporting is not present. So what you just put up, you can put up now. What you just put up, you can put up now. Okay. So, sorry, someone, Chris is training on this. So please, everyone say, come on, Chris. Come on, you got this. So the first picture where you had up of the databases, you can put that up now. The image that they, sh oh my gosh. There we go. All right, perfect. This is where it shows. And by the way, this is a picture of what they sent over. And you'll notice that the databases are null. Extra file founds, null. They're not there. The root files for those databases are empty. I, I can't. I don't, I don't, I can't even begin to tell you what's happening. This is in Maricopa County. Why wouldn't every news source out there across the globe actually be running this? Oh, but they are. They're running it in other countries, yet we don't get access to those countries' news sources. Okay, so I'm going to finish the, the article real quick. I am, excuse me, the letter. I am hopeful that we can constructively resolve these issues and questions without recourse to additional subpoenas or other compulsory processes. To that end, I invite you and any other officers or employees of Maricopa County to include officials in the election department who possess knowledge or information concerning these matters set forth above to a meeting at the Arizona State Capitol on Tuesday, May 18th, 2021 at 1 p.m. In hearing room 109, Chairman Peterson and former Secretary Bennett and I will attend the meeting, which we will be live streamed, which will be live streamed to the public. Let me know your earliest convenience, whether you accept my invitation, and if so, which Maricopa County personnel will attend. Thank you for your cooperation on these important issues of public concern. Respectfully, Karen Fan, President of the Arizona State Senate. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I'm, I'm speechless. Nobody is picking this up, guys. No, nobody's picking it up. And somebody said that, Arizo that uh, Australia covers this stuff great. It does. And it called Biden trash. It said that he is basically mentally deficient. And the reason why the world is burning is because the leader of the free world is trash, along with his terrorist organization behind him, these radical leftists who we've let infiltrate us with lies. They've infiltrated the right. And they want to say that we're right wing. I am proud to be right wing. 
I would never want to stand next to these clowns. This is what we deal with. We have a caller. We have a caller. Hold on, I'll find out who the caller is here in a second. Oh, Max is on the phone. Max. How you hey, doing, can Max? you hear me? I can hear you. How you doing? You sniffling? Uh, yeah. I'm doing better. I felt yesterday that I might need a uh, Air Medicare network flight, but it's going better now. You got Air Care. Uh, hey, I, I, I actually, did you actually buy it? Be honest. Not yet. It? Not yet. All right. Well, I did. And I'm and I'm pretty excited about the fact that uh, I'm covered. I, I I wanted to buy it yesterday the way I was feeling. Yeah, well we can. But uh, we can I'm send I'm, a... I'm not on today because I today I have a face and a hairdo for radio, so I'm not on the live stream. Yeah. And I and... figured most people don't want to hear uh, head cold ASMR of me just sniffling and coughing and sneezing. But I wanted to jump on because you're talking about this and it's important. One thing I'm not seeing anyone talking about is that this, these databases that got erased and deleted, they were under subpoena. Yeah. They were under a preservation order. Yeah. We've talked about this a lot when we were dealing with Hillary Clinton's email server. That was also under subpoena under a preservation order. And when you start talking about that, those kinds of civil proceedings, there's a concept known as spoliation of evidence. Mm-hmm. And spoliation of evidence is the intentional, reckless, or negligent withholding, hiding, alternate, altering, fabricating, or destroying of evidence related to a legal proceeding. So if, if you're suing someone, right, and you know that they have in their possession documents that prove your case, and all of a sudden they burn down their office building, yep. and it's clearly arson, well, they don't just get off scot-free in, in cases like that. Yeah, unless you're Hillary Clinton. But in cases like that, if you destroy evidence that's under subpoena, or in some cases, even if you destroy evidence that you could reasonably expect to come into play in a legal proceeding, the courts will actually look upon that as almost an admission of guilt, that if you destroy evidence, you must have been destroying something that would have potentially implicated you. And and Max, Max, we have it in two states now. We have it in Michigan. Yeah. We have it in Arizona. Yeah, two states. Two states. In Michigan, the, the security logs, the uh, adjudication logs are just missing. And here, the databases are missing. Now, they might be able to find the database files, especially if they're using a hard drive as, a, as opposed to a solid-state drive. There's a chance that some of that data is still etched in there. Um, but the, the, what gets even more complicated is Maricopa, as you mentioned, is denying that they even have the admin password. Well, how could they have deleted it if they didn't have the admin password? Because if they didn't delete it because they didn't have the admin password, that means that Dominion deleted it because they were the ones in care and control of the system, which means Dominion actually did exactly what we said we'd do. But you know what? Well, it means two things. Either they're lying, right? and they have it, and they did it, and potentially maybe they're lying because they don't want to implicate themselves. Correct. Or they're telling the truth. They don't have the admin password, and some other third party did that, whether it's Dominion uh, or someone else hacking in. The auditors want to get access to the, the routers to see if anyone was trying to hack in, and Maricopa is saying no. That could put law enforcement lives at risk, some BS like that. So it's interesting that they claim that they don't have the password to do it, but as the auditors want to investigate and figure out who could have possibly done it, they're putting up every single roadblock possible. 
it is very, very sketchy. And, and, and yet we're supposed to believe that this is the safest election ever. I mean, keep in mind, safest election. This is the safest election in the, in the history of all elections. Safest. Yeah, I, I think that they should use the Dominion systems to safeguard Columbia uh, pipeline. pipeline. I mean, yeah. uh, that, that seems like it's the obviously so, obvious solution. If elections cannot be hacked as they claim, then why isn't Dominion providing security for everything? Well, obviously, it's a lie. If you can hack a pipeline, if you can hack the Pentagon, yes, you can hack a little glorified tablet sitting in a, I don't know, in an auditorium in an elementary school. Yes, you can hack it. If it can get connected to the Internet, you can hack it. Um, why, would, why, why do they think they can get away with just lying? and saying that it was not hacked, or, or even, the, even whether if it was hacked or not, it could have been hacked. And every time we're trying to find out, well, was it hacked, the evidence that would have pr- proven one way or another is just mysteriously deleted. Gone. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, so I, I don't know what to do anymore, which is why we're running a fax plot today. It, it seems obvious that Congress has to get involved. I mean, in Antrim but- County, bless his heart, Matt DiPerno is doing this, but he's just one guy. Right. Arizona is doing it, but they're just the state. They're dealing with an interstate company, international company, Dominion. The, the power of the Arizona legislature to subpoena a company that crosses international boundaries is not as strong as you would want it to be, which is why we're calling on Congress to do two things, which is why everyone, if you're listening, join the fax box today. We're calling on Congress to suspend Dominion to block Dominion from conducting any elections until the audit's complete, and then to authorize an audit into all these suspect states, not one at the local level with, with where a local attorney is just doing his best, or a, a state legislature, a congressional audit to prove one way or another what happened. And frankly, Joe Biden should be welcoming this audit. But they're not welcoming, should be the welcoming audit. an opportunity. They're, not, like they're not welcoming the audit. I mean, that, that's not what's happening, Max. What's happening now is that they're trying to say there's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. They actually did go out and ask Chris Krebs for a comment on what's happening. So, you know, they, they breached out and said, hey, listen, Chris, tell me about how safe and secure. And no comment. No comment. Nothing. I yeah, mean, he well, was he, the head he, of CISA. He, he put his foot in his mouth. He, he made comments that he never should have made. He was a part of the coup. I mean, let, let's just be honest, Max. Let's, let's be honest with everybody. He was a part of the coup. If you stood in the way of getting to the bottom of the election and the irregularities that happened in the election, then you are just a part of the left. They've identified yeah. themselves. And since they've identified themselves, we've got to get them out. I just think it's really interesting that if you're a conservative and you make a claim, they say it's unproven, you get sued for making a claim. But if the other side... So we just lost Max. I think what Max is getting to is that when the other side makes a claim, it becomes concrete. It becomes the truth. It becomes wet concrete that dries very quickly. Yet every time we talk about what we're seeing, it's nothing to see here. Oh, that's a coincidence. How many coincidences can happen in one given election? And who's responsible for it? And was the FBI and CIA, were they complicit in this behavior? Were they the ones that were pushing towards this coup? I mean, they've mastered it in other nations. 
We have not respected the sovereignty of other nations for many, many, many years. You had Brennan, the, the old uh, CIA director, got on and said that libertarians now should be on the list for the terrorist watch list for our government. We have Max back. Max, join us again. Yeah, sorry about that. I was trying to get cute and call through my desktop and my Chrome browser froze. Um, what, what I was saying is it's amazing that if a conservative makes a claim, they get attacked, they get accused of lying, they get sued. But if someone like Krebs makes a claim that is without evidence, like you cannot just make a claim that this was the most secure election ever. You, you do not have that evidence, right? That might, that's a great opinion. But to, to come out in a position of authority to make those claims without evidence to back it up, it, it's, it's very obvious that there's a double standard here. And you can tell when the media is reporting on you or, or on Eric Coomer or Dominion or anything, they, they, they call any claim that Dominion could have done something wrong, they, they call it a lie. They call yeah. it a, a falsehood. Yeah. Well, well they don't have the, they don't, the only thing they have is your claim and the other side, and they're just deciding that one side's right and one side's wrong. Um, so you, you, don't see, you don't see the left coming to your defense when you're being defamed or other people who are being defamed which just it just goes to show that we live in a country where they don't actually care about principles or or ideals. It's all just about ends justify the means. Whatever they have to do to get their way, they're going to do it. The scary part about what you're saying is that means that we are not a free society, that we are not run by people that care about your rights. You have now become enslaved. And the second that they get away with this is the second that if we actually relent to them and say, hey, we're not paying attention, then we lose our nation. And every sacrifice, every drop of blood that was spilled to protect this nation from this point all the way back to the 1700s was in vain. Yeah. Every uh, did drop. you see what's going on in, in Maricopa where the, the left, the Democrats, are complaining that the audit is using, they found a router. They found a, a wireless router in the audit, uh, in the uh, the arena. Yeah. And they're claiming that the audit found because sensitive ballot data could have been exposed and could have been hacked in through wireless. Yeah. Well, the auditors are saying, no, the router never had wireless enabled. It's just a router just to connect multiple things by Ethernet and a local network, a LAN, um, but it, it's just, it's very fresh to hear it from Democrats that they suddenly care about ballot images, ballot databases potentially being exposed to the World Wide web when they want to shut down the audit. But when you want to audit them, they refuse to even let you look at the router. It's it just, it's, it's hypocrisy abound. And that's why really there has to be a bigger organization, a bigger body that comes in and puts a stop to this. It can't just be state legislatures on their own. We have right. one going on now in New Hampshire. I support it, right? But unless you have one audit to look at everything, to, to look across state lines, to have subpoena power that's truly nationwide, they're just going to keep playing the shell game with us. And the minute you get really, really close, you're going to say, oh, sorry, the logs have been deleted. Oh, sorry, the databases have been wiped better luck next time and they're just going to play that show game they're just going to just going to move the uh move the ball around so you can't find it well th that's going to lead us to a place where obviously we're running a fax blast today but we we've got to start standing more together and there are things coming up over the next month or so that are that are huge events huge events 
of people saying we've had enough. See, the left, we can, we can crush the left. We can crush them. But we have to stand up. We have to support those people that are in positions of power and authority that stand for our way of life, our constitutional republic. I, I hesitate to ever use the word democracy, Max. And the reason why I hesitate is because democracy by itself means mob rule. And that's what we have right now. We have a mob of the minority that are ruling the majority. And we're letting it happen because we don't want to sacrifice enough that it could cost us everything that we have, everything that we put our lives into. But that is what we've been up against for the last year. They created and engineered something that would usher in the new world order and then said, oh, that's a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. It's what's happening. Yeah, pure pure democracy is dangerous, obviously, right? Like everyone votes, and, and if, if 50 percent plus one person wants something that means the the rest of the people just have to right. suck it up and deal with it right right so pure democracy it it, it it doesn't work at a large scale but what you're looking at in these states is actual democracy right you have obviously the electoral college nationwide so that's not a pure democratic vote but at the state level with the exception of the couple states that award their electoral college delegates based on congressional districts the rest of the states it really is Whichever person gets more votes than the others wins. Yeah, correct. So th- this is a, a situation of democracy, which is why I think there's such a push for this. Because if it wasn't democratic, if, if there was some other system in place, right? If it if it was an a, a, a oligarchy, right, or aristocratic, you had some, well, you had some is an uh, philosopher king <laughs> out there who was making the decisions. A little Plato reference. If, if you had something like that, then we defer to that. But here. Like what we talked about in Antrim County, Antrim County knew that something was wrong when Joe Biden had over 50 percent of the vote. They, they just knew it. Right. In Arizona, Republicans know they said, there's no way this is true. And that, 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 there's something kind of nice about that. I mean, obviously, we don't want pure democracy, but without that democratic, uh, that democratic system, you wouldn't be able to say, well, wait a minute, we, we, no one believes this. Right, which which is one of the safeguards, right? Um, if if it was more representative, where like like the way that senators used to be decided in the United States, where instead of them being directly elected, they would be decided and chosen by the the state legislatures, state right? Legislature, yeah. There you can say, okay, well that's some other body, but here where where the the electoral college delegates are supposed to be democratically chosen, you see this pushback because people realize this 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 just can't be right. It can't be right. And while we're having that conversation, we're also having the conversation about the fact that there's that we have a media and we have tech uh, companies that are silencing, are censoring truth. They're censoring anyone that that disagrees with them. It reminds us of what happens in communist China. It reminds us what happens in many parts of the Middle East. It reminds us what's happening and currently in the UK, where if you if you disagree with them, they can actually throw you in jail. It's the thought police. That's what's coming to America right now. It's, it's not even just that. It's the astroturfing. Yeah. So grassroots, is the, the term grassroots in politics is when the people work together and, and it's organic, right? There's another term called astroturf, which is an attempt from the top down to make something look like it has the support of the people to make people support, believe in it, right? So it's not just that the tech companies are picking winners and losers on what kind of content can be seen, what kind of content can't be seen. 
We've also seen that tech companies, we just saw it, um, I don't know if you saw this, with the net neutrality. Right. They implicated a bunch of really big news media outlets. I believe CNN was included in it. Yep. CNN, uh, yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to slander or defame CNN, but there were a couple of major media outlets who were caught putting fake comments in about net neutrality because they wanted the policy to go one way that they would have preferred. So you, you have that where these companies are using their power not just to silence you, but to push a narrative that they believe would be beneficial to their own interests, what, what, and, and, we talk- and, they're, and they're making it out to look like it's organic, like it's like it's grassroots when it really isn't. It's it's artificial. It's manipulated. So there's there's lots of things at play here, and like you, you can't. It's not social media anymore. Social media suggests that there's two humans involved in some kind of social interaction, but on a lot of these issues, we can't even guarantee that there are really humans posting these comments. They're bots. They're they're troll troll farms. Right. So well, that's half, a lot that's half of what we here. actually see on on Twitter. We don't know if the information that they're giving their shareholders is accurate. We don't even know. We don't know. Well, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not a shareholder anymore. I, I sold that. So I, I don't know what information they're giving shareholders anymore. Boycott and boycott. Boycott and boycott. Two things. We, so, Max, we have another caller. We're going to take. Thanks for calling in. Get some rest. You can call back in the second hour if you'd like. But uh, yeah, thank you. Or thanks for the All right, work good luck with the ad reads. All right, <laughs> of course, Max would make me talk about the ad reads. We have another caller, Justin. Nope, hold on a second. I'll wait a second. We still have another caller that's calling in. We'll transfer it in. It takes a few seconds. Let me know when we're there. All right, and we're good. Justin, welcome to the show. Justin, welcome to the show. Are you there? I'm there. Thanks oh, great, calling. great. Hey, um, I just have a question. When did it ever become a problem just to ask a question? You mean the fact that like you what's can't going even on right question now? authority? You can't question them because they are the authority. Exactly. You know, when I was going to college, I remember English teachers always saying, hey, question this, question that. And uh, next thing you know, um, here we are, 2021, you can't question anything. It doesn't make any sense. No. You can't question anything, and you don't have the authority to question anything. They have made it impossible for you to have any sort of um, thought diversity. And that by itself is very scary. I don't know when it started. I, I, maybe I wasn't paying attention, but I feel like in 2020, someone just took a knife and just cut it off and said, okay, clean break. You can only think the way we want you yeah. to think. Flip the switch. Yeah. No more questions. <laughs> well, and, and that's why yesterday I said we're at a place right now where I'm not sure that we're not going to have to punch people in the mouth. And you could say figuratively yeah. or other side, your call to violence. It's not a call to violence. It's a call of protecting our country. I believe that we are on the beaches of Normandy right now. That's where we are. We are on the beaches. We're running towards it. We know that the sacrifice is going to be large. But the sacrifice we make today is to protect those that sacrificed their lives before this. Well, and on that note, uh, what's driving a lot of this is money, right? Yeah. So you're fighting uh, the money. You had uh, a doctor on yesterday talking about all this Dr. money that's Reagan. being made, and they shut everybody up, right? Well, and he was a Harvard doctor. His alma mater was Harvard. I mean, if it, they, they, they try to say and tout that if you go to these Ivy League schools that somehow you're smarter than the rest of the world. Your, bar, your books were heavier. They had more information in them. 
right? That, that, that somehow that you're more intelligent because you went to Harvard. Now, I don't buy into or believe that at all. Matter of fact, many people that actually went to Harvard could never get a job working for my company. They did not have enough work ethic. They did not have enough, uh, I'll, I'll call it the, the uh, uh, you know, common sense pedigree. But yet they, they pushed out Dr. Bregan as well. They pushed him out. And then they went after his family. Yeah. And then they tried to kill him. These are real things that the Amazing. left tries to do. Um, well, I don't really have too much else to say. I just wanted to pose that one little question. Uh, and if I may, can I throw a plug on the, one of the things that we're doing this weekend to help support FEC United? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. So down here in the Montgomery County, Texas area, we have a no fear rally in Montgomery County and FEC United is going to be putting up a table. I want to encourage everybody to that's in the area to come over to Candy Cane Park. Come visit us. I'd love to talk to you. All right. Absolutely. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate hey, you. Thanks a lot. God bless you. So we're going to take a break now. Break for the, I'm sorry. We're going to take a break in five minutes. So in the meantime, we're going to talk about more of what's happening in uh, Maricopa County. We, we, uh, we talked about the we talked about the fact they deleted these these machines. We, we're actually right now up against a deadline. So I want to tell you what happens when you take things out of order and you remove them from the seal and you change the, the chain of custody. You make it more difficult for them to complete the ballots, uh, the ballot audit. And the reason being is because they're under a, a, a timeline. I think it's the 18th. They have until the 18th. The 18th, they have to be out of the um, building. And then I saw something that was actually also pretty interesting that they were talking about, and that is that the police are flying over the Maricopa County. Um, they're, they're flying over it. They're, they're, they're literally circling <laughs> the arena um, for who knows what reason. We don't know, nor do I think we'll know. But we do know that the Phoenix police plane is now flying right over the Coliseum, Coliseum and uh, it, it, it amazes me that they're keeping an eye on what's happening in the audit arena, or in the arena, in the Coliseum. Um, but we didn't do that during the election, or did we? Or which side did? Uh, the, the whole thing is just confounding to me. When we come back, we're going to uh, talk more about what's happening in Antrim County with Matt DiPerno. We'll talk a little bit more about the election uh, uh, lawsuits that are in Georgia. And we'll talk about some of the other things that are happening around the country to um, get to the bottom of this election fraud. We know that the election was stolen. We know that Biden is not the true winner of the election. And we also know that Many other local races were adversely affected by us having this fraudulent system, Dominion voting systems, inside of or taking care of our voice. We also know that the, the left publicans are a large part of why we are in this place today, that they were complicit in the behavior. They helped and collaborated with the left and that the GOP is compromised. We keep hearing from Lynn Wood and and others, we have others that are silent. And it's eerily silent. So they're silent, and we don't know why they're silent. We don't know why they're not continuing to stand up. 
So when we come back, we'll continue this um, kind of deep dive. I'd like you all to do a couple things for me. Hit the share button. Hit the share button. Hit the share button. And we'll start it here in just a few minutes. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call-to-action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top.